0: Hi there, I'm Rex Bullock. This is Day Spring. It's a weekly worship service, and I love to come and be with you. Say, my friend, Scripture makes it clear that while none of us is exempt from trouble, the follower of Christ has the unique edge of knowing that in the end, God will bring glory from our pain. Yes, Romans eight twenty eight is a powerful acknowledgement of that. We know that all things work together for good to those who love God, who are the called according to His purpose. I want to talk more about that today on Spring. Well, keep that dial setting right
1: there, my friend. It's time for Spring. I'm Joe Alcorn, your program host. You know, one of the great promises found in Scripture is Romans 8.28. And we know that all things work together for good to them that love God, to them who are the called according to His purpose. Trusting Jesus, that is all, is Rex Bullock's sermon title today. So I hope you'll stick around for the entire half hour of worship, the music, and the Word. Well, let's begin today with worship and the song, He is Exalted. Thank you very much, singers, and now the founder and
0: speaker of Spring for over 20 years. Here's Rex Bullock. I always enjoy the worship. Thank you so much for that beautiful time of lifting our hearts heavenward. And I hope, my friend, that wherever you are, you've done the same. Maybe you've had uh, the opportunity just to kind of lift your face or uh, lift your hands. Certainly your heart has been uplifted as we have... Set Together in Heavenly Places. That's what Spring is all about. We're a weekly fellowship that comes and uh, shares the Word of God and then just uh, worships together. And I'm a little part of that. I'm a part that uh, is always here week in and week out. Rex Bullock is my name, and I have uh, had the privilege of being speaker for dayspring for over 22 years what a privilege that is and i don't take it lightly we're heard across north america and in other parts of the world and we just say a great welcome to all of our friends everywhere now you know i am going to be talking today about really an important subject And it's the thought of trusting. You know, trust is one of those topics that has uh, a lot of meaning. You think of putting your trust in someone or in something. People put their trust in institutions, hoping that they will never fail. There are people who have put their trust in the stock market or in... uh, In certain uh, people in their lives, and they just have hung on to that trust. Now, there have been many, many instances when that person or that institution went down and left those people bereft of that kind of trust. Well, I'm going to be talking about trusting Jesus today. We're just going to look at this whole business of simply trusting, so I want you to be around for our uh, time of opening the Word, and I hope that you'll get ready and do that. Joel Alcorn is going to be telling you about a book. We've talked about it from time to time. In fact, we've talked of two books that are so vitally important, and we keep coming back to them because so many of you have asked for them, and uh, they, are, they are powerful. The first is Fresh Wind, Fresh Fire, written by Jim Simbola. The follow-up, which we're offering today, is called Fresh Faith. I know that God honors our faith. In fact, uh, when we put our trust in Him, He honors that. And that faith in God is a very powerful thing. Jim Simbola tells us what fresh faith really looks like, and I want you to have a copy of this book. Uh, These two books have turned my life around and given me uh, sort of a a freshness in my own spiritual experience, and I'm thankful to Jim Simbola for uh, the unique way that he has written and uh, the whole topic that just uh, has really set me on fire, and I know many thousands of other people throughout the world. I'd like to introduce you to these marvelous resource materials, and you can have fresh faith as you ask for it. Joe Alcorn is going to tell you how that you may receive it. So claim your copy today, and I will be back in just a few moments. Thank
1: you, Rex. You know, one of the ways to increase one's faith is to see faith in action. Well, Jim Simula's book, Fresh Faith, will help put your faith into action. And we'd like to send you your personal copy as you share a gift with Dayspring. Our address is Post Office Box 3955, Vancouver, Washington 98662. That's P.O. Box 3955, Vancouver, Washington 98662. Or you can order by telephone, toll free. One eight hundred seven eight three days. One eight hundred seven eight three D A Y S. We'll be waiting for your request by mail or phone call, my friend. Please remember that it's your prayers and generosity that helps keep DaySpring on the air. And now, before today's message, Matthew Ward sings. to the king
2: king who
3: gave everything for me whose body crucified high on calvary's tree whose redemptive blood makes way for me i now give everything to the king who came In the form of a child, a powerful God, and yet so mild, whose obedience shows the way for me, I humbly
1: And now with today's message, trusting Jesus, that is all. Here's Rex.
0: Many years ago, I learned a great old song. I just uh, kind of remember the chorus line now, but it went something like this. Trusting Jesus, that is all. Ah, how beautiful that is. Simply trusting. Through a stormy way, whatever may come, whatever may go. Trusting as the days go by. Trusting as the moments fly. Trusting Him, whate'er befall. Trusting Jesus, that is all. Those words have stuck with me now across the years. I haven't seen that song or even heard it in many, many years. But trusting is such an important area of our lives. Joe Stowell, the president of the Moody Bible Institute, tells a little story. He says that uh, one summer he slipped into the back row of a village church way out in the country, and the warmth and sincerity of those gathered just simply struck Joe, but he said he wasn't prepared for what would happen next. Let me let him share the words. He says the pastor invited a woman in the congregation to come up and to offer prayers for the church She appeared well-prepared as she shuffled three pages into place on the pulpit and then bowed her head, leading us in prayer. Not long into the prayer, she said, And Lord, please be with Peter and Mary. And her voice broke as she tried haltingly to continue. We've all felt the awkwardness when someone starts crying while offering prayer or testimony, and slowly she regained a measure of composure and continued. We don't know, Lord, why you have seen fit to take three of our babies home in the past three years. And Joe Stoll says he was struck with the weight of grief that such a small church had been asked to bear. But what she prayed next was so powerful. She continued, still not completely in control, Lord, we know that it is not ours to ask why, but simply to trust you. So, Lord, we pray that you will teach us to trust aren't those words powerful? Teach us to trust. Now, I think her prayer reflects a powerful sense of innocence, not naivete, but an innocence that is profound in its childlike faith. Her heart cry was of one who has learned the lesson God worked so hard to teach Job and his deluded friends. Granted, asking why is not wrong. In fact, God's Word provides many solid answers to the whys that haunt our hearts in times of trouble. For instance, God tells us that he uses trials to catch our attention. C.S. Lewis, in one of his books, said, God whispers to us in our pleasures and shouts to us in our pain. He catches our attention to reprove and to rearrange our wandering hearts god uses the fallout of living in a fallen place among a fallen race to work all things together for good as our text so poignantly says romans 8:28 he uses difficulties to strengthen our faith and develop our character even to demonstrate to a watching world that Our God is worthy to be worshipped and adored, even when life hammers us with devastating blows. Scripture makes it clear that while none of us is exempt from trouble, the follower of Christ has the unique edge of knowing that in the end, God will bring glory from our pain. Yet, except for giving us these principles to which we can cling, God rarely answers the details of the why questions. Probably that word why has plagued us as much or more than any other word in our vocabulary. Why? Why did this happen to me? Why did God allow that? You've asked why. Maybe a thousand times. I'm not really sure that God always answers our why questions. We're left with the unanswered question of why me? Or why now? Why can't life be normal for me like it is for everyone else? Why do people worse than me seem to live so painlessly? Well, you remember... In Psalm 73, the psalmist asks, Why do the wicked prosper? Why is it that they seem to be doing so well when I'm not doing well at all? Why, why, why? A dozen other whys whose answers elude us. Well, the unanswered questions can leave us somehow between doubt and faith. They tempt us to doubt his goodness and to threaten to erode our foothold in the promises and the principles of his word. Now, in the face of unresolved wise, you and I are left with a choice. We can either grow resentful and bitter, constantly trying to ask why, Why? Why? Or we can trust him. Simply trust him. A few weeks ago, I was speaking to a conference in the southern part of the United States, and in that audience there was a beautiful couple a handsome man, a lovely woman and i watched them as i was speaking at a certain point in my remarks i saw tears come to her eyes and i saw him reach his arm around her and began to draw her close and i saw his own chin start to quiver and and his eyes glisten that day after the service as I was speaking. That beautiful couple came to me. By this time, they were sobbing. They said, Rex, we don't understand why. And then they unfolded the story of their teenage daughter, sixteen years of age, a bright child, a vivacious girl, Just so happy. An A student, a girl who excelled in sports, just totally taken up with life. She was so much a part of not only her youth group, but on a statewide and national level. She was a leader. Everybody loved her. And yet she was stricken with leukemia, and in a matter of a few months, died. And that couple stood there in their tears, saying, why? Were they Christians? Oh, yes. Yes. Such a beautiful Christian couple. Were they trusting God? I-, I think so. But the question of why continued to plague them. And finally, I said to them, none of these things seem fair. I don't have the answer to why. I'm not even sure that in this life you will fully understand. Oh, it may become clearer as the days go by and certainly you will gain perspective on many things, but you may never fully understand. Now, your task and the task of many, many others who face similar kinds of situations, including us all, is to simply trust. Now, I'm not talking about a blind trust. No, it's a trust not in the answers or the outcomes, but in the one who manages the answers and the outcomes. It's a trust that hangs on to his character and refuses to let go, a trust that believes that God is a God of love. His love for us guarantees that we can trust Him and never be disappointed that He is a good God, and as such, He will never waste our sorrows. I want to say that again. He is a good God, and as such, He will never waste our sorrows. His unsurpassed power gives us the confidence that no problem is too tough for him. No difficulty is too complex. Christ's sacrifice at the cross proves there is no sin or effect of sin that he has not already covered. His resurrection guarantees us that victory is already won, and we have the promise of heaven where all tears will be wiped away forever. Now this trust is what made that woman's prayer in that little country church so profound. And her point was so on target. She said, We we don't know, Lord, why you have seen fit to take three of our babies home in the past three years. But, Lord, we know that it is not ours to ask why, but simply to trust you. So, Lord, we pray that you will teach us to trust. Who could explain why three children would die in that little flock? No one. But they could trust. Trust in all that God really is. Trust in all that he has promised to do. Trust. Trusting as the moments fly. Trusting as the days go by trusting him whatever befall simply trusting that is all oh my friend you and i can trust right now maybe you're having a hard time trusting maybe you've gone through a divorce you don't trust anybody maybe maybe you're the victim of abuse and to even think about trusting someone Is the last thought in your mind. Would you like to bring that to Jesus right now? Would you like to just simply lay that at his feet and say, God, I don't understand my own feelings, but I'm going to trust you right now. Would you join with me in prayer? Our Father, I want to thank you that in all of our disappointments, in all of the things that confront us in life that we don't understand, we can trust you. And it's not a blind trust. It's not a trust in the answers. It's not a trust in the outcomes. It's a trust in the one who manages those answers and outcomes. And we just give it to you right now. We lay it at your feet. And... Say, God, we don't have all of the answers to the why, but we're trusting you because you see the big picture when we don't. And you have promised not to do one thing that will overwhelm us or bring us down, and you're only going to do us good. So we trust you right now We lay it at your feet, and we snuggle in your arms, knowing that you are the one that we can always trust. Thank you, and we praise your name forever. Amen and amen.
1: Thank you, Rex. May your faith become stronger because of today's message. And I know your faith will be put into action as you order the book Fresh Faith by Jim Simbola, as you send a gift to this ministry. Our address is Post Office Box 3955, Vancouver, Washington 98662. Or call toll-free 1-800-783-DAYS. Well, next week, I hope you'll tune into this radio station as Rex returns with a message called Don't Doubt in the Dark. On behalf of all of us here at Dayspring, goodbye until next week at this same time. I'm Joe Alcorn, your program host.